gonna clap quick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. 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 Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. I punched my whole mic. <laughs> uh, that's the alcohol. All right. alcohol half uh soda (laughs) (laughs) is that what you need to do to prepare for this show i mean normally i don't drink alcohol in general (laughs) so if i say something a little off the wall tonight it was a little buzz not too long not too long ago just like shove some food in my face so i should be good here in a minute but yeah uh what the hell happened to i had the show notes to tim what the hell happened to tim i mean that that too I mean that's. <laughs> uh, he, I know he did. He did talk about popping the show like halfway, and then he was like, "No, yeah. I'll be there before." And now, now he's not. So he'll probably be here. He'll be here at, at some, some point. point. Yeah. So, in the meantime, what have we been playing, Justin? What have you been playing? Well, Bravely Default Two came out for the Nintendo Switch, so I bought that. Even though I'd seen some reviews that were like middling about it i didn't really read them i just saw the headlines they're like bravely default 2 is another bravely default game and uh yeah that's exactly how i feel about it if you've played any of the bravely default games you can probably just skip this one they don't really introduce anything new and uh it's kind of a rehash of the same character archetypes in the other ones so it's like it's kind of fun to mindlessly play for me but the story is not particularly engaging. The voice acting is kind of insane. Like in English, everything's voiced. And um, it's like every character has a weird different accent. Like there's a dude who's got an Australian accent and he uses all of these bizarre Australian like slang words that I do not know. <laughs> and I hated it at first, but it's so ridiculous that I've kind of come around to it now. Hold on. Um, so I'm, I'm curious. Do they call anybody a cunt? Because that's apparently a no. very, very often used Australian slang. That would be funny. Yeah, that so, would be amazing. Just real Drongo. quick. Drongo. 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 Uh, I don't know what that is. File uh, that one away. Uh, so I've never played Bravely Default. I literally have no idea what that is. I've heard oh, of it, right. so I don't know anything about it, though. So go into so, detail. Yeah. I can give you kind of the overview. So Bravely mm-hmm. Default was originally a game on the, I think it was the 3DS initially. Right. And it was basically Square Enix doing this kind of um, Final Fantasy-esque thing mm-hmm. where like you, you have a lot of carryovers from Final Fantasy where you have like, it, it's a JRPG. Right. You have your party of four characters and they have different jobs that you can assign them to. Right. And they'll unlock abilities. So you can like mix and match to do different combos and shit. Okay. Um. But yeah, so it's like you're the the heroes of light and you have to go like save these crystals that are in danger and there's all kinds of bad guys. And that's what you do in this game too. <laughs> and uh, there's just not, not a lot going on besides that. Not a whole lot of innovation on the console. Yeah. Yeah, it's just kind of... Um, are you disappointed? It's frustrating. I'm a little disappointed, yeah. Because I really like the first game a lot. Um, and then there was a a second game that came out called Bravely Defaults, um, Bravely Second, I think is what it actually was called, Bravely Second. And, uh, that felt like a rehash of the first game a lot to me. So I quit playing it after like an hour or two of it. So then this one came out and I was like, oh, I don't know, but I went for it. And, uh, I probably could have just skipped it, honestly. What I'm hearing I'm is... I'm only a couple hours in, but... What I'm hearing is yeah. these games need demos. <laughs> this game had a demo. Oh, the did demo it? was fun. 
yeah like the gameplay felt good and right. like the graphics were better and shit but the plot feels just like the other ones so the story is just not engaging enough to to get over the fact that it's the same mechanics basically yeah for me at least andrew's been playing it a bunch so like somebody's playing it and having right. a good time but for me it was like i've already experienced this uh it's beautiful i love the, it's got kind of like a storybook aesthetic to all the cities and shit right very cool but not engaging enough to keep me playing right that's always unfortunate right yeah you know what i thought of i just thought of something else we could talk about literally just off the top of my head um because i played the uh outriders demo i played it on pc and i played it on uh my series x um ran way better on my series x right uh i don't know if that's optimization or i mean in some aspects my series x is better than my computer right just because the nvme Mm -hmm. drive and stuff like that with like loading and stuff like that um i will say though very meh overall on the demo yeah like the game looks good it plays good um but i saw somebody i think it was actually cole eastwood who came out and was like yeah, uh, Outriders should have released in 2012. I mean, he's not mm. wrong. Like, it's like at first I was kind of mad about it because I was having fun with it. Like, I had fun with the demo, <clears throat> but he's like, the more I thought about it, it's it uses gears, mechanics for like shooting, like cover shooting and stuff like that. And then there's just and and basically the only difference is you have powers, right? And I played as two different classes. I didn't play as all four. I played as the uh, Devastator, which is like the Earth Earthbender, basically, and I played as the uh, the Pyromancer, obviously the Firebender type dude. Um, and they both had like pretty similar skills. I didn't feel like they were too different from one another. Uh, the only major difference is is like the um, one of the skills for the Devastator was all about armor, while the other skill for the uh, Pyromancer you could actually steal health directly from an enemy kind of thing which was nice oh. you know what i mean it was it was but that was only, yeah but it was really the only only distinction between the two um because the the other moves were pretty similar so that was kind of disappointing um i feel like the more you play you can play with a skill tree and really like make a niche for yourself if you want like especially with a mm-hmm. party um who's messaging us is that tim Oh, yeah. that's Ben talking about doing the. Are we doing the podcast or what? <laughs> that's funny. Um, kinda. Yeah, kind of. So, anyways, um, yeah, I mean, it's just a very meh. It's just not a sixty dollar experience, right? It's more than likely going to be a live service game. So it's just one I feel like I can wait on. I do. Mm-hmm. I do want to say I do appreciate them coming out with the demo, right? Because they delay the game yeah. twice. Which I, so I think is a good marketing thing by them, right? Because the game isn't bad, right? But even people that were super hyped for it, so I talked to my cousin about this because he was super hyped for it, ready to buy it day one, like get into mm-hmm. it. And I told him, I was like, all your progress from the demo transfers over when the main game starts, so just try out the demo. He tried it out, and he's like, man, the more I play this, the more this is like a no for me on release day. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And I was just like... Because I had told him, I was just like, hey, like, I, I enjoy it, but I have other games to play, so I could just get it later, and I'd be happy with that. Like, if I could get it for 30 bucks, I think I'd be happier than 60 kind of thing. Because once again, the game isn't bad. I like the story way more than I do Destiny or Anthem or any of those kind of games. It's just, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's just not, it doesn't feel like a $60 experience. You know, just so, another one of those games. Yeah, um, I don't feel like it innovates a whole lot, like you were talking about with Bravely Default, right? It just—it's literally Gears of War with powers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the powers are cool. They got the dude who uses like the—he's uh, like vortex and shit. Uh, that reminds me a lot of like Mass Effect because it's got like a little singularity pull thing that mm-hmm. you can do and i remember using that in mass effect all the time 
I pull them in, oh, they yeah. pull the enemies in a singularity, and then I throw the little freaking like ball at them and just watch them go flying and shit. Good times. <laughs> but um, I I I had a fight against a guy like that, and it was actually really difficult. But I mean, I don't know. It's a good time though. Like I I like I said, I had fun with it. Like if somebody gets it for sixty dollars, I don't really blame you. I just think it's a game. Like I, I haven't played Valheim in like a week. You know what I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah, right? Because yeah. I've been busy with work and stuff, so it's just like I'd rather mm-hmm. play Valheim, you know? Right, rather but, than jump into something that might not be uh, worthwhile. Right. So I don't know, but uh, yeah, I did. I did get through that. I also tried out Elite Dangerous on console. Oh yeah, how is it? Was super impressed, honestly. Um, I remember trying to play with the controller a couple years ago. Not fun at all. This I I don't necessarily like the way that they did the controller scheme, but it's still like usable, right? It makes sense. Um, I just they don't have your uh your rolling right. It's not your right thumbstick, right? Oh, it's okay. all con- uh, your your all your rolling and stuff is left thumbstick, which is weird to me. Um, mm. but you can use you can elevate yourself, or uh, I guess lower yourself. I was gonna say unelevate yourself, but that's that's not it's <laughs> not the term. But yes. with the right thumbstick, you can go up and down or like left and right. You know what I mean? Like with like basically like thrusters for like mm-hmm. little minimal things. But everything else is all left thumbstick. Um, looks gorgeous, honestly. Which Elite Dangerous has always looked nice, but yeah. I just I was yeah, I was kind of curious about trying to get into it because I got that. Um, they're trying to do the same thing that Eve did, right? With the right. FPS portion of mm-hmm. it. So I was kind of, I was just trying to like dabble my toe into it because it's on Game Pass. So why the fuck not? Right. So you don't lose anything. No, I, I, other than hard drive space, you get that bad. Yeah, dude. <laughs> those, um, anything that's like flight sim, those games, if they're trying to like be good flight sims, right. the controls are always like so much to wrap your head around. Right. Even trying to like figure out Star Wars Squadrons took me some time. Even though that's like a very arcadey, it, it's almost more arcadey than flight simmy, you know? Right. But the way they do the sticks is weird. I would love to have like the the whole setup and play that way. I'll be that honest. Seems like it'd be so cool. I, I'll be honest. Uh, one thing that kept me away from Elite Dangerous for a long time because I actually backed Elite Dangerous on Kickstarter when I was on my first deployment back in twenty twelve or twenty thirteen. Um, I wanted to get a VR headset and like, like with my chair, right? I got the hard, uh, armrest or whatever. I wanted to like get another chair and like get a throttle and like a freaking flight stick and stuff and just like hook it up, like weld it into the chair or something like that. And just kind of yeah. like go from there. Um, because I mean, it's gotta be amazing in VR, you know? Like it's oh, yeah. it's just one of those games, um, but like I said, the FPS idea has kind of pulled me into it. I think I'd have fun. I had um, fun with Dust Five One Four, so I think I'd have mm-hmm. fun with that. Uh, yeah, Alan, no Twitch stream tonight. Um, it might come on a little later. We'll see what happens. Yeah, Tim, Tim, uh, Tim got off work like super late, and then he said he'd be on and he'd do the Twitch stream. So now we're just kind of like. <laughs> waiting on him basically yeah i don't know so um alan says outriders look like they took every multiplayer shooter with rpg elements and just mashed them together see i i can understand that feeling from the demo right just because you can't really get into the skill tree system right mm. but they did a lot of things that i like from the division right like you can go you can run around and get like story beats and stuff from just like little audio, not not even audio logs, but just like journal entries and stuff like that. I really enjoyed that about the division, running around and finding all the echoes and stuff like that. The division one, um, mm-hmm. and it's something I think I'd enjoy in this too because the story that they kind of like, kind of tease a little bit in the beginning of the demo is I found really interesting. Um, but we'll see. I mean, it's just like I said, it's one of those games that I can kind of wait on for now um yeah but i see how it goes yeah all right um but another news to get off outrider or elite dangerous um some hopefully good news uh ea is promising to step 
stop breathing down the uh, developers' necks as we have here, in the, <laughs> as we have here in the show notes. Uh, basically, they uh, they are gonna let their do what Xbox is doing, right, or Microsoft is doing, and is just gonna like, hey, yeah, we acquired you, but like, do your thing, guys. Like, we just we're just putting you all underneath an umbrella. We're giving you more resources and that kind of thing, but do your thing. I don't know, Justin. Do you think this is gonna turn into anything good? Yes. Yes, I do. I have high hopes that this will be like a turning point for EA where they can go from being a stifling, horrible, hated company to just another gaming company that people can just like kind of ignore and like vaguely be aware of. And they can just we can just focus on the developers that work under them who make great games that aren't rushed and aren't super like don't have like a billion systems around micro transactions that's what i hope happens i yeah i mean i can understand i don't know man they've been so bad so long i don't like it almost make it's almost this it feels like a front right it, mm. it's just kind of like i see you saying that but you've been voted like the worst company ever for like three years or four years running or something like that so it's just like I don't believe you until it's I a lot see to it. Come back from right, like I don't know. Also, um, they say they're gonna stop breathing down developers' necks. It's like, okay, are we gonna get little rid of loot boxes in? Because I I know that's not a developer thing, right? Like that's a EA thing to like get the microtransactions and stuff in there, right? Yeah, because it's all about the money. Um, are we gonna yeah. get the casinos out of fucking NBA Two K? You know what I mean? Is Madden 22 going to see an actual upgrade? Like, all this stuff I just don't believe, you know? Because there's too much, there's too long of a track record showing otherwise at this point. So, yeah, loot boxes are such, like, a thing with, specifically with, like, games under EA. Right. That it would be surprising to see those go anywhere. Right, and that's why it's just like, oh, we're going to stop breathing down your necks. You mean you're going to let Bioware actually do what Bioware does? I don't think that's going to transfer to the rest of the company, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think, I think that's, that's basically what it is. Because it, 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 this is, I'm assuming, are you referring to the report about them letting Bioware do the single-player game for Dragon Age 4 instead of live service? Um, I think that's really related. But, no, there's, like, a specific thing where um, I forget their title, but it was someone taking on a new position at EA and mm-hmm. making a statement about, their new philosophy right for their developers okay but that's a really good point is you know dragon age was uh originally gonna be you know uh another one of these just live service multiplayer centric games for some reason and uh luckily they decided nope it's it's just gonna be a single player game like it you know should be uh and they kind of eased back on that. Yeah, and realized I just, that was the wrong direction. I just don't understand why it was ever a thought to make it a live service game. I don't understand how you could make Dragon Age a live service game. Like it's when like I they ignore the IP, right? Like I can see it with Outriders, right? Like I play Outriders and I can see all the things that are in that is in Outriders. I can be like, okay, this could be a live service game. It could be like Destiny. It can be like Division. You know what I mean? Like I can see all those things. You put Dragon Age, there's literally no indicator that this could be a live service game. Literally zero. So I don't, it's just, I don't, it it just blows my mind that like, these execs and stuff, obviously just don't play video games. Like, it, I, I can understand, like, if you're in charge of an oil company and you don't necessarily understand oil, okay, I can kind of get that. Video games is like easy to understand. You just gotta fucking play some. <laughs> right you just i i don't like there's no mystery to this there's eighty thousand podcasts like just like what we're doing right now complaining or praising whatever like it it, it doesn't take that much so I, i've just never understood why the execs and stuff of these major companies can never just like get their shit together because it's not like yeah. people aren't out here just like spewing their opinions left and right about whatever game you know so it's i don't know it's always been frustrating. It seems like, yeah, it seems like they really there are a lot of execs who seem to just view video games as a product right. that they produce and people consume, 
when video games as media is probably the most nuanced form of media of all right you know right people engage with it differently than anything else yeah the direct interaction right this is is just so much different than like a movie and stuff yeah. like that you know like a movie you're just there just watching it happen but even like i've been playing a lot of uh visual novels lately right um super anime oriented and whatnot but i mean it's something i can turn my brain off and if, if something happens with my kids i can you know go off and do whatever uh but like i can when i interact with that like i'm just interacting with a story i'm literally just point and clicking every once in a while the rest of the time i'm reading but i'm still interacting with that more than i would in any basically any other medium yeah that's entertainment so it's just i don't like I, the bar I was at tonight, there there's a live band. I didn't go up and sing with the live band. I let them do their <laughs> thing, you know. Like, and I made fun of them as they did their thing, you know. This kind of, that's just kind of what yeah. it is. So I, I, yeah, it just doesn't make sense. It's never made sense to me, honestly. Um, yeah, a lot of mismanagement. Yeah, it, well, it's just a lack of effort, I guess, is what it seems to be, right? Because once again, you play, you can play two, three games a year and get a general idea right of right. what like the your community would want so i just it doesn't it doesn't and that's i wonder if that's a big part of it is people get put in positions in these companies where they come from you know they were marketing for something else for right. tv or books or whatever and they come over and they're like oh yeah i've been doing this for 20 years i can figure this out i don't yeah. need to learn anything new yeah it's just kind of i guess it's just kind of a mystery for us as consumers right and we're not we're just not part of the ecosystem so yeah uh but speaking of mysteries um once again rumors have spun up about the nintendo switch getting a quote-unquote pro version um, right. I, I know we kind of talked about this off stream and whatnot, but what do you, what are your what are your thoughts on that? So they they said that they are going to uh, the rumors are that they're going to come out with a switch that in docked mode can run games at 4K and in handheld, what did they say? Uh, a slightly larger OLED right. 720p display. Right. Yeah, it was seven um, inch over six point two. Yep. Um, so I think that I, I don't want them to make a new switch that doesn't do anything better. Right. Because I don't think that I care about it running stuff at 4k. What I want, they can't even make, all right, here's my thing. They can't even make current switch games use all of the features that the switch has like i was talking about earlier bravely default 2 mm. i was playing it and this stupid thing happened where i uh i was debating about what to buy in a shop and i was like oh maybe i'll save my money no i'll buy one thing i'll buy this shield three seconds later i find a shield in the same town where i bought one just now just wasted my money found it what an idiot go to record the clip thinking oh that's kind of funny and the switch is like uh actually this game doesn't support instant replay video recording and i was like wow why not because they just mismanage these fucking games dude it's just like um super smash brothers same thing you can't record video of things that happen even though it's got the instant replay feature built into the system it's disabled for that game because it's already pushed to its limit apparently i didn't so even know that then, honestly yeah, there are tons of games where that's disabled. Um, and then you look at other games, like um, everyone gets really excited about like Hyrule Warriors, mm -hmm. which is a fun game as long as you never try to play it multiplayer because you'll get like 10 frames per second and things just won't spawn in and the game will break. So to me, them announcing like a Switch refresh or upgrade mm. or a switch pro um while it's kind of exciting it's almost more daunting to me because uh i look at other things they've done it's like the the 3ds the ds 3ds 3ds pro or whatever mm. each time they iterate basically the only thing that changes is i need to buy the new system to buy new games because they don't work on my old one and there's really not anything 
that I want to upgrade for other than to continue to play these games. So I expect that's what it would be with a Switch uh, Pro if we see one. Hmm. Yeah, I you know, I, and I'm not as familiar like right with um, Nintendo, right? Because I basically just play Nintendo systems and play Pokemon. That's that's all it is really for me. Um, I enjoy playing some other things on there. I enjoy having them when I'm deployed because um, I played like The Witcher Three, you right a lot, especially last year. I would play when I was going back and forth from Kansas City. I'd play my Witcher right. Three playthrough on my on my Switch. And I come home, upload it, upload Cross the save. save. Was fucking amazing, honestly, because then mm. I I could hook it up to my TV and I play it on my TV, and go from there. Um, so that like that was nice. I I just yeah I I mean if there is already a history right because I think I mentioned when we were originally talking about this like I don't understand what the fear would be, um, with new games not working on the old switch compared to mm-hmm. like the new switch and whatnot because i mean you got your xbox series s and your xbox series x you got your elite your xbox 360 elite and your original 360 you got your original xbox one and your xbox one oh, x or whatever the fuck it was um like there's all like, you see these other companies doing these iterations right and everything works fine you know if you can't buy the upgrade other than uh, other yeah mostly fine other than cyberpunk right cyberpunk was the big one um you know it worked okay on the one x was terrible on the base xbox one kind of thing Mm -hmm. so it's just um that kind of stuff sucks but they already have like a, a a track record right of not backwards compatibility compatibility friendly right right you know that i can understand that fear a little bit more um, I, but like we were talking about, I do think that if they're going to do one, it's going to be this year. Um, if they were just going to do a refresh anyways, um, I, I forgot to look this up before this podcast, but I believe that the last generation for the Xbox one and the PS4 was only about eight years ish. Right. That sounds about right. We're at, we're at the beginning of five years for the switch. So yep. if there's going to be a refresh, it should be this year. It would be this holiday season. Um, and it right. just makes even more sense when you think of Pokemon Legends, you know, um, first quarter next year. And then probably Breath of the Wild 2, I would assume, next right. year sometime, right? It would just make more be. sense. Yeah. I'm assuming holiday next year by for Breath of the Wild 2 at the latest. You know, because, you know, they're not afraid to... At really, the latest, for it, sure. Yeah, they're not afraid to release games in August. Like, they'll release games whatever the hell they want. So, yeah, Nintendo timeline. Right. They just do what they want. Uh, yeah. So I could... De- I just definitely see it. If it's going to happen, it's probably this holiday. Um, I know it's been rumored yeah. since, like, two years out. From, it was from, like, 2019, right, onwards. But, um, yeah, it, it, unless they're just going to ride this out. Because, honestly, it's, it's sales are buoyed right now a lot because of the big pandemic, right? The mm-hmm. sales wouldn't be nowhere near as good as they are, you know, which it is the best-selling console for the past, like, four years. Um, yeah. But, like, it would have probably dropped off a little bit by now if the pandemic hadn't happened, right? If people weren't stuck at yeah, home. Yeah, I think it, it definitely wouldn't have been as crazy as much of a boom. least i have i've bought two switch lights and i've bought i have a like original switch from when they first came out right here nice little guy Ah. oh yeah so um so yeah so i can definitely like see why people still love it but i i I do think there are people especially like me who like to buy like the latest and greatest technology like i just have i have the money generally to be able to do that um i i want a stronger hardware switch I want it to run in 4K. I want it to do this, that, and the other thing. Like, I, I would love that. It would actually draw me to use it more often. Um, but I would I definitely love it for the new Pokemon experience that they're talking about having. Yeah, so, it would be a shame for that game to come out and for it to just run like, poorly. Yeah, like, shit. Like, I'd, I'd be mm. so sad. <laughs> I'd be so sad. I'd be like, somebody ported to PC. I'll play a, right. I'll play a modded version on PC. So Yeah, so I did um, read some comments. There's a recent interview with the president of Nintendo, and he was talking about how uh, he believes that the Switch is kind of like in the middle of its life cycle right now. Um, 
So he's obviously confident with how it's doing. But at the same time, he went on to say how they kind of, they work in such a way that they're always aware that everything could just drop off all of a sudden. People could just right. stop buying it tomorrow. Right. And so he talked about how what, what they kind of do is they're constantly coming up with like innovations and like what they want to do with like the next thing that they put together. So they're always thinking, but he did say that they don't want to put something out unless it really changes the way that you play which I don't think was true for the DS era necessarily. Right. But maybe that's going to point to I'm, them. I'm curious. Not putting something new out until they have something Switch 2.0 worthy. Right. Um, I'm curious, and I, once again, I forgot to look this up before the podcast. How long was the Wii's life cycle? The original Wii? I'm not sure. That's a good question. I'm going to look. Because I feel like that's, like, if we're looking at what they're... Uh, what they're thinking, I think that's probably the best thing to go off of. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Original. Yeah, this the Switch feels a lot like the Wii. Right. Boom it really, well. it really does. Like, it kind of everyone bought one and just kind of like stuck with that for a long time. Yeah, I'm trying to. Okay, I just need a simple answer, please. <laughs> Things you can't find on the internet. Right. Simple answers. How long was the leap? All right, so just kind of, I don't know. Uh, so this is saying it went 2006 to 2013 for the original. About seven years. Yeah. And now it's trying to get me to read a long wiki page. <laughs> well, uh I think that would that sounds about right, you know. Right. Yeah, I We're just five years now. Expect yeah. the switch to maybe go even a little further than the Wii did. Yeah. I would just be really surprised to see them go a whole eight years without some kind of now I did talk I did talk to Tim about this earlier and he, he made the argument that the light the Switch Lite is basically a refresh. And I was hmm. like, eh. I mean, generally when you see a refresh, you see... Because, like, if we're being honest, the hardware that the Switch came out on was old in 2017, right? It wasn't strong mm-hmm. to begin with. And now being five years removed from that, now it's definitely not strong these days. You know, mm-hmm. especially when you start talking about NVMe and all the, like, this new technology that they're, that they're using in these newer consoles, like, it's definitely, like, out of date. Um... So I'd just be surprised if they didn't come out with something that was just a, that was just stronger, right? Because we already hear about how third-party developers, like um, Tim brought up Mortal Kombat, right? Or even even The Witcher, like they have to like dumb these game, games down so far, like graphically, just to get them to run, right? Yeah. You know, and so I would just, I mean, and people still buy it, people still play it, but it's just like at some point. Yeah people are just be like, all right, I'm 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 done playing at 360p on The Witcher 3. Like, I want to play an actual fucking console, right? Yeah, it blows my mind seeing those games on the Switch, and I just think, wow, I feel bad for the people who just have the Switch and this is the only way they're playing this game. Right. It's pretty wacky. Yeah. And uh, Nintendo has always had, like, shoddy support from third-party companies. Right ever like past the gamecube era um and it's because their hardware is not like on the same level as microsoft and sony right you know it's it's not necessarily uh worse but less powerful for sure right it, yeah and i just like you can't tell me that the switch wouldn't fucking thrive with an nvme in it for its heart for its hard drive right even if it was a small even if you just had it as like 20 gigs you know what I mean? Like having yeah. Having I don't know what it uses for its uh, internal access. Hey, well, it's definitely not um, NVMe because that's brand new. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. Like even an SSD or anything like that would just you know because it. I mean the NVMe is basically a RAM stick at this point. You know you just kind of slot it into the motherboard and call it a day. It lays flat right against yeah. it, so it's just it would fit right in with this 
handheld design type thing. I just, I feel like there's been enough advancements, right, to, like, really, they could really push the boundaries with this, right? Could you imagine being able to, if they really wanted to, like, push it out? Even if it, let's say, let's say they even pushed it out, it was $500, right? You know what I mean? Uh, but you could play undocked 4K. You think anybody's going to give a shit that it's $500? They're going to, that's just going to sell like hotcakes. They're going to give a shit that it's like the size of a brick, though. <laughs> I think that's where Nintendo really, um, I mean, they're, they're very limited by what they can do based on the form factor that they have for the Switch. Right. Which, it's amazing to think of like what the Switch can do in such a tiny little package. Right. Like I said, I love it on deployments. Really do. Because I can still get my yeah. gaming fix. But I have to play games like Stardew Valley, basically. You know what I mean? Right. Or Pokemon. <laughs> Stuff that's going to run. Right. Um, because like as much as I, I'm willing to deal with The Witcher 3, because obviously I'm not in the greatest in, of environments, right? So I'm not going to complain on what I have to play on. But, you know, when, I'm just, when I just compare it to everything I have here back home, it's just like, man, I don't know. I just... I want more Nintendo. Like, I keep telling... Like, we, look, we asked for more for Pokemon, and you're looking like you're going to deliver. All right, now just... We want more. We just want a stronger console. We know you can do yeah. it. Because they're smart over... That's, that's the other thing that bothers me. They're super smart about things that they do. You got that little exercise ring thing, you know, and you had, like, the Wii Fit board oh, and yeah. all that stuff. Like, they, they're so... Oh, I, I, do, I did Wii Fit yesterday, man. I still use my Wii <laughs> U to do Wii Fit. Do you really? Yeah, dude. I can't believe they didn't make some version of that for the Switch. I mean, they have the Ring Fit Adventure, but right. it's it's not the same. But even before that, like, you know, when it first came out, like, you have the freaking controllers, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's so much you can do. It, but it is fun. It's just cool, cool to see what they come up mm -hmm. with and whatnot. So it's just like, I like buying their products in general because of their, like, their innovation. I like supporting that those ideas and stuff like that. But at the same time, it's just like, all right, but I do want more. Like, there is more to the, other right. than your little quirky stuff. Like, in in general, like I need I need more. Um, yeah, as a gamer, I think it feels like a lot of that falls on developers. You know, because Nintendo's first party offerings are sparse. They're really good, right? But there aren't a lot of them, right? And as you can see, you know, a lot of them are getting pushed back this year, further, right. further, and further away, right? So we really just had. Zelda and uh Mario were right. kind of the pillars and then Pokemon came out and that was like big too. But uh there's nothing that I would like there's nothing that's come out in quite a while that I point to and be like, "Oh yeah, this is why I have this Switch cuz this game just came out." Right. Hell yeah. The only game you can really point to about that is Breath of the Wild. Still. It's really And that came out on release. Right? Like it's just like Okay, that game's five years old. What else you got? Right. There's just a handful. So I wish more developers Mario Kart? would... Um, I think a lot of people, we, people would probably... No, because Mario Kart 8 came out on the Wii U already. Like, that's not even oh, a new shit. game. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. That shit drives me nuts. They re-release everything on the Switch. Like, right. Ooh. I mean, and I didn't um, have a Wii U, so I wasn't... Actually, I'll be honest, I wasn't even aware. I think, I think probably the game that people would point to at this point is probably Smash Bros. Right. Yeah, Smash Bros. is actually, that's a really good one. That's a really good example of this is why you have Nintendo. Right. And actually, Smash Bros. is good, too, because they're constantly putting out DLC for it, man. Right. They just announced that new uh, character, Pyra. Right. Um, they did a little direct for that. So, yeah, you can kind of look at that and be like, this is, this is why I own this Switch, because I like this content. Right. Pokemon Snap. I'm super excited for that. I know it sounds dumb. Yeah. But I am excited as fuck as that. It, that's a, once again, that's one of those games that looks amazing on the Switch, but you just can't. Right. It's not consistent, like the the quality that everybody else gives you. Right as we're talking about third party, mm -hmm. it's just not consistent. So yeah, the Switch is like perfect if you're looking at Switch like Nintendo games, games right. from Nintendo, or less demanding indie games right. that are going to run flawlessly like i have bad north okay and yeah. i play that all the fucking time right because it just it's always in sleep mode you just press like two buttons and you're in playing right so great well speaking of games that look really really good on the switch what did you think of uh project triangle 
Bro, all right. I liked it a lot. I love tactics RPGs. Right. I one of the uh first games I played on my Game Boy Advance was uh Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. Okay. Um so that's kind of where I got my start in that genre. Mm. Um I've gone on and played like Disgaea, um the Banner Saga on the PC here. Oh yeah. Um all of these grid based games. Right. I I absolutely love them and for them to just kind of come out of nowhere and be like, "Hey, here's basically a spiritual successor to Final Fantasy Tactics right. mashed with like Fire Emblem and like whatever else." Right. I was so excited to see that. And then they're like, "Hey, there's a demo available after this." So I immediately downloaded it. I played through it maybe five times now, trying mm-hmm. like different things. And uh, I'm really excited for it. I love that cute, like, they call it 2D HD, that graphical mm-hmm. style like Octopath Traveler had. Right. Where they have the 3D environments with the uh, 2D sprites. Right. Absolutely love that. Um, yeah, dude, I'm excited for it. I, I look forward to that coming out. So... I probably won't buy that on release either. But for fuck's sake, nine characters? God damn it. Oh, I was yeah. complaining about this last week. Oh. I couldn't get past it, dude. There's too much. Okay, first, I got a lot of complaints about this demo. And I'm just... My number one complaint. Let's How the it. fuck are you going to start a demo talking about, hey, you're probably not going to understand the story. Cool. And then have 30 minutes of talking. Like, I don't understand. Like, I don't get it. You didn't it. like that? No. <laughs> like. You weren't immersed in, in the world? I was, I was more or less like, hey, this looks a lot like Final Fantasy Tactics. Can I play the tactics portion of Final Fantasy Tactics? Oh, no, I have to listen to this king talk for the next 30 minutes. Or, you know, like, the, I, I have to listen to this mid-story run. And I don't know what the fuck's going on. And then they had this. Then the side mission that wasn't a side mission. It was just watching more people talk, right? Like, like, like what the fuck? So that's the thing is like, this can go one of two ways. Either the plot will be so good that you actually want to know all this shit, right? It will be like it will make everything you do like that much more interesting, right? Or it will be boring. And not make sense, and none of this will matter. <laughs> well, here's here's my thing. It's not. I wasn't so much bothered by the content of the story. The story seems nice, honestly. Just watching it, it's like Game of Thrones esque, right? Yeah, seen a lot of those comparisons, right? With the deaths that happen, it's right? Like fairly, it's mature. almost it's almost like a red wedding kind kind of thing going mm-hmm. on, right? That's not what bothered me. What bothered me is you want me to learn, you want me to play your game, but I'm not playing a game. I'm reading for thirty minutes of like a three hour demo, right? To start with, like, let me get some kind of playing of the game, right? And then we can jump. If you want to do 30 minutes of story after that, it doesn't have to be a huge fight. 10 minutes, that's all I'm asking for, right? Five minutes of just seeing what the combat system is, a little bit of freedom. I don't want to jump into a demo and then and then act like I'm watching a Let's Play because that's what it felt like. Like I was just, I was frustrated. I have a theory about that. I think, to me, playing it, I feel like what this was was, you know, just a vertical slice of the game, and they don't have anything working. They don't have any of the stats working. You can't change equipment. None of that's working. So everything's kind of a mock-up. So to me, this is almost like a proof of concept more than an actual demo. Right. I'm, I'm wondering if that's what they ended up doing is they were like, let's just build something that works and put it out as a demo and see what people think about it. Instead of, okay, we have all the systems in place. Right. Let's craft a tutorial that they can play. Like, I don't not, think they're even at that level yet. I'm going to be honest. I'm not even asking for a fucking tutorial. They could have given me that fight that they give you, that first one, right? Which I didn't even make it through, by the way. Uh, and I'll get to that in a second. But they could have given me, like, a slice of that fight, right? It didn't even have to be the full-blown nine-character nonsense that they try to make you figure out. It could have just been, like, two characters, right? Like a 2v2 thing, just so I can see what the game, like like the chunk of the game is going to be. The actual gaming portion of it is going to end up being like, so I could have an opinion on it. But instead, you listen to them talk, and it's like, oh, the story is like, it's not half bad. 
okay, but when the fuck do I get to play? And then you get to play, and they throw a bunch of characters at you that you have no idea what the fuck they're doing. You don't know anything. There's no tutorial. There's nothing. Like, you're just, like, out there in the wind. And, like, I'm not saying I want to be handheld, but at the same time, like, explain the basics of the systems, at the very least, like, so I can formulate some kind of strategy or anything. You know what I mean? All I know is that, like, this dude's on a bird for some reason, and he shoots arrows. And then this she is on a bird. She whatever. No, oh, see, like you know better than me. And then it's just like, <laughs> oh, is this guy supposed to be good at melee? He has a sword. Oh no, he's just a defensive character. Like, well, how the fuck do I know that? Like, I don't know that until I like dig into the skills. So then you spend, and instead of fighting, you're spending another like twenty, thirty minutes just like looking at character stats that and their skills and like trying to kind of figure it out. Like this, you don't love that. I don't. <sighs> I wouldn't mind it so much, like, if I was already engrossed in the game, right? But if I'm playing right. a it's demo... A, it's a lot to just right. have all these characters and have to look through all of their shit and be like, what do they do? What should I be doing with them? Right. It, so, like, as a demo, right, comparing it to, like, Outriders. Outriders very much throws you into the story, but the story's ten minutes. And the next thing you know, you're shooting shit, right? That's, it's the same. It should have been the same way, right? Because nobody gives a fuck about the story in the demo, right? Everybody's going to care about the story later on. They want to know what the actual gaming portion of the game is. And then when you give them the gaming portion of the game, you know what I mean? Like, just fucking make it smaller. It's a demo. Like, I don't know. It was very frustrating for me because I wanted to like it. I really did. And I think I would like it if I just played it from the beginning, right? Yeah. Because I liked... Instead of being overwhelmed. Right. Because I liked Octopath Traveler, right? I didn't play all the way through Octopath Traveler, but I did enjoy it when I played it. Um, I enjoy Final Fantasy Tactics. I enjoy XCOM. I enjoy also the grid-based tactics-type games. Um, but for fuck's sake, like, this is a poorly crafted demo, in my opinion. You know? Like, yeah, it could have been I, done I think, much better. I think that I definitely agree that the way they have it is overwhelming right they, they give you you know like nine characters that's not a lot but i mean you've got to build up to that so like right. at this point in the game you know i'm sure you start off and you like slowly gain more and more people right to the once you get to that point you know how to play them and like you have some strategies you can use right so just being thrown in there with all of them was a lot to like come to grips with right away right um it's like bro i got kids i don't got enough time to just sit here and read stats like i just i gotta move here like, yeah so i definitely see that but i think if they um if they made the the engagement smaller like less units mm-hmm. i don't think that would be i don't think we'd be able to extrapolate how the combat would feel in the game properly right if it was that small scale I, so i think that having that many units was kind of like maybe a necessary evil to show how the gameplay was going to be. Right. I think once again, this is a demo and they already have the disclaimer. Like you don't understand the story. Like it's the middle of the game guys. Like you probably are not going to understand what's going on. It's fine. Don't worry about it. You literally could have done a small fight and then a larger fight later. Right. You didn't Mm. have, you get what I'm saying? Like, like I said, I just, I feel like the execution of the demo is just poor. Like it, it, like you said, it does feel like they had a vertical slice of the game, and they're like, "All right, let's make sure this fucking three hours works right, and throw it at everybody, and then let's see what they think." Mm-hmm. You know, um, which is of course, well, it seems like such a waste of time right. for developers to do that. You know, right? When they could actually just be making the game, right? Instead of putting out this demo that they hacked together and yeah. trying to make everything work around it. Yeah, it's just I don't know, but. That being said, I like the fact that you can explore in the game. You can ex- There's a verticality to the exploration, too. The little area you have before that battle, you can explore on the ramparts, and you can explore under the bridge. I did enjoy that. Um, the characters talking and stuff like that, it's all very good. Like, all the character... I feel like there's really good character building and stuff in it, just from yeah. the demo. Um, I didn't play the whole demo. I literally got into that fight, and I was like, I'm not... I don't have the time to, like, figure this out. To, like get through this i understand what's going on i understand it's a tactics game there's too many characters here i played a little <laughs> bit of it but and you didn't even unlock the three extras you get oh my god there's 12 the fuck 
Yeah, there's three characters that you can potentially recruit based on your decisions. Okay, and that is something else that I like, and they kind of allude to it and stuff like that throughout the demo. It's like, oh, sorry. <sighs> You'll get certain party members depending on your decisions and stuff like that. And I mean, honestly, that's a large party, 12 members. Like, I can't really yeah, think of another game. Yeah, and you can take game. so many into battle or whatever. Yeah, I can't really think of another game that has that many, like, selections for party members. Other than maybe yeah, it's like usually, a Pathfinder. You usually see it in these like tactics games that have like randomly generated units mm -hmm. will have like a lot. But otherwise, not so much. Yeah. So and I haven't I other than XCOM, I haven't really played well, I did play Banner Saga. Play the first mm -hmm. one anyways. I didn't play the other two. Um mm -hmm. <clears throat> But I, I I don't play tactics games a whole lot. Do enjoy them, right? Depending on the game. Uh, yeah, and this does unique. seem like a very it does seem like it'll be a very good game but I do feel like it's going to end up being more niche because it seems like it's going to be a very long game right the story seems like it's going to be fairly long um, yeah it feels like it's going to be a perfect fit for the switch right you know um I really I really enjoyed playing um uh any tactics game on a handheld it just feels right when i have a few minutes to just like knock out a battle right level somebody up gear them up yeah um the systems in this game too are kind of interesting they're like taking things from various games and kind of mashing them together so right. in octopath they had that thing that they created with bravely default where you can choose not to take an action and you build up like your little points Mm -hmm. So every character can have up to five points in this uh, Project Triangle, and different actions that you perform will cost more points. So there's kind of like every character has their own economy going on on right. top of everything else. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, yeah, it does seem like it'll be a good game. Like, uh, uh, beyond my frustrations of the demo, it does seem like I can see it, but I want the smaller bite size, right? You know what I mean? To build up yeah, into yeah. that other stuff. Um, yeah. Which I think, I don't think I'm probably the only one that feels that way. But if, if you have the time to like get into that demo, I suggest There's it. a lot there. Yeah. There's a lot to dig into. So. There's uh, one of the, you have like one big choice you make. Mm. And uh, depending on what you do, it'll change the entire like, battle that you get after that so there are two completely separate battles that you'll oh, do wow. based on your choice that's cool yeah and then they each have like kind of little secrets that you can like unlock during mm -hmm. your exploration phase yeah yeah i thought that was really neat i like the flow of it i look forward to seeing uh how it turns out and god i hope they don't call it project triangle strategy watch them do it watch them watch them call that's it that's what project they do with octopath dude. yeah Watch them call it. Watch them call it like pro just playing on Project Triangle, right? <laughs> watch us do it again, right? Oh, no, um, I hope not. I do feel like this will be a good up, uh, like basically because they had Fire Emblem Three Houses last year, right? And I feel yeah, like yeah, I think is, it was last year it came out. Yeah, so I feel like this is a good follow up, basically to that in that like realm of games, right? Yeah, so. and I think they they said it's not going to come out until twenty twenty two, so it's like ooh kind of a long wait right. but disguise 6 is coming out on the switch like super soon so i think i might grab that to uh isn't that game like infinite disguise yes yeah yes it so, can be <laughs> so i don't understand how there's six of them because like i'd never heard of it until i think like last year <laughs> but I, I i remember seeing something like you can be level like a hundred thousand or some crazy or whatever like if you played enough and i'm just like what the fuck Dude, yeah, I've got a few friends who are like really into the series and um they just, you know, each each new game kind of adds its own slew of new features or characters and new plot lines to keep it going. Oh. Um hmm. it kind of reminds me of Final Fantasy in that way, I guess. Like each one's kind of its own thing, but you have carryovers as well. Right. Yeah, I mean, look, Nintendo's good at it, right? About keeping them series alive. They keep doing it. So Yep, yep. Um so yeah, so the only other thing we had on the docket today was there was an Elden Ring leak, which yeah. I know other people are way more excited for than I am because George R. R. Martin doesn't <laughs> finish anything. So oh, he's probably done with it already. He's he's already written it. 
He already he, decided, he already wrote three quarters I'm done with of it. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is over to me. It's dead to me now because they killed it. I would. So now I'm just gonna write this video game. If if that was the case, I would find him and drop Kip Kid, because he needs to finish I, those fucking dude. books. The books. I don't Does give a he? shit about the TV show. I feel like I hate I was the in TV his show. shoes. I wouldn't even after that last season of the show and all the hate. I don't think I would even continue writing anymore. Well, at least not for that series. You wanna know what? It wouldn't have been a fucking problem if you would have finished the books before you did the TV series. Anyways, <laughs> the last, the Honestly, last yeah, book. That's where they fucked up. The last book I think came out when before we were in high school. Hold on. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, I would love for him to finish the series, too, because the books are very good. Yeah, the books are fucking phenomenal, which is why Maybe I'm just like... for Project Triangle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. If that was the case, it'd never come out either. Uh, when, yeah, dude. When, was the, when did the last oh. one come out? It's been a while. Dance with Dragons, 2011. So two, th- two years after we graduated was the last yeah. time a fucking one of his books came out. And there's still supposed to be two <laughs> more books. He's been writing these books since 1996. For fuck's sake. Isn't that wild? It, I, I, I don't know. You tell me. I was five. Just to put it in perspective, <laughs> I'm about to be 30. Like, uh, I think it's just a lesson to uh, not start reading any series that is not complete already. <laughs> That's like people who don't want to play the Final Fantasy VII remake. They're like, I'll wait till the whole game is there. Uh, that was me. It's not going to happen. That was me. The game's never going to be there. So, but, but now, what you get. Due, to my, due, my, due to my patience, I get to play Final Fantasy VII remake for free because it's on PlayStation oh, Plus. Oh, that's right. I actually started downloading. I don't know if I finished downloading, but I, I started the downloaded yesterday, download yesterday. Oh, cool. So I wanted to, because I wanted to try it out. So, mm-hmm. patience can be a virtue sometimes. Can't help out. Very but, true. But anyways, Elden Ring uh, has some leaked footage. Uh, Tim, Tim is the most hype about it, but he's not here to talk about he's it. He's not. I'm not super excited about it. Once again, I'm the one who likes to play Dark Souls games for a few hours, and then I get sick of it. I don't, I'm not a masochist. I don't want to continue <laughs> dying constantly. I like to make progress in my video games at some point. Um, right i I, i'm big into dark souls so i'll i'll speak for tim here uh the footage looks cool it shows a lot of um very souls looking footage um you see abilities that are very reminiscent of things that we've done in dark souls before but um in a new setting and with new like uh i mean it doesn't look like they just like reused assets so it's like all new looking stuff um and you can ride horses so that's something new for the soul series but not new for skyrim just say been able to do it <laughs> yeah you could ride them backwards up mountains it was great yeah by horse armor y'all <laughs> right yeah i don't know i just i i don't know like i wouldn't be more interested in the story for that game than anything right because it is george r r george yeah. r r martin um but look, if you want a good story, just read any any of Brandon Sanderson's books. They're fucking long as shit. Like stupid long. And people refer to him as like a new age Tolkien. I'm not joking. Oh. Like he's a fucking phenomenal writer. Um, the worlds he builds and stuff like that are just great. So What's he what's he known for? Oh, I have I actually have the audiobook. Hold on, I'll pull it up. I listened to a good chunk Prepare. of it. Um, wait. Quick question: Is that a trampoline behind you? Here? That is. Uh, that is a new thing that I got. Uh, I actually, <laughs> I actually traded with one of my coworkers. I gave them our jumper that my youngest, my oldest daughter's too big for. My younger daughter doesn't like. Uh, her, my coworker's son was afraid of it. Her oldest son is afraid of the trampoline, so we just kind of swapped. I obviously made out on that because that's a $250 yeah. fucking trampoline. And my three-year-old, uh, <laughs> obviously, after eating, proceeded to puke on it uh, two days after of we course. got it. So, you know, Definitely. I mean, you know, joys of a parent. It's getting used. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Where is this book? Uh, the, Listen, if I so, wanted to read a book, I'd play the Project Triangle demo. I mean, that's true. 
uh, The Way of Kings and that series that he has, like, because it's not just a singular book. But I've listened to a quarter of this. There is still 29 hours and 24 minutes left. It's very long. I think it's 45 hours Holy total. Shit. So, um, is that the whole? That that's one, that one book. book. That's one oh, book. Wow. There's more than one. I think there's three in the series, and the worlds he builds they they're very reminiscent for me. Um, very low magic to start with, but as the book mm. proceeds, right, more magic, magic esque type things keeps kind of filters into the story more and more and more, right? Um. Hmm characters that he has are very good it's just it is very engaging i used to listen to it at work um when i was doing monotonous nonsense right uh so yeah so i'll play the video games when they make those i'm sure there will be some at some point he actually hey for real though if you if anybody enjoys writing um he actually taught at byu and they're on youtube for his creative writing thing i've watched them they're great it's good time uh this you can just google it's on youtube so anyways very cool but yeah elden ring i'm not super excited yeah (laughs) yeah they didn't really you know it's it's great that there's finally something right because every every game show comes and goes and there's no news right so it's nice to see something hopefully this will prompt them to present us with some new information yeah um I just want to see Starfield this year. That's where I'm at, honestly. Hmm. Elden Ring can be next year. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> I do want to. I do, so I did. I wasn't seeing the uh, comments from Ben earlier. He has been watching the Facebook stream. Uh, he did okay. say the Switch is just the Wii U with better audio. Yeah, I mean, I don't in know. a lot of ways. I don't it's, know. it's not like anyone utilizes the Switch Joy-Cons for anything cool, even though they have all this cool technology built into them. Right. I will say Joy-Cons are still my favorite controller. I love They're super I cool. love having my Switch docked and this doing this, right? Doing like I will that, the comfortable. Right. Like I can just do whatever. Like I just be chilling. Right? I just That's one thing I forgot to mention about Bravely Default that's actually really cool is they have a mode where you just toggle it and you can just play with one Joy-Con the whole thing. Right. Like that kind of stuff like like, just being able to literally, I have the controllers in my hands, I just set them down like this, and just, it's just whatever. Like, it's that, it's, it's it it's is the nice. most comfortable controller scheme out there. Hands down. This is not a competition. Like, there is nothing, like, compared to holding a controller like this all the time, and I yep. can just do this, my kids can be jumping on me, and it doesn't matter, I can do this, you know what I mean? Like, I can do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> I, I remember playing a lot of Breath of the Wild, and I'd have, like, one arm over the, over the couch, and I'd have, like, oh, yeah. and my wife would be laying on the couch with me, and she'd be laid up next to me, and I'd have one arm over her, right? And it didn't matter, right? It was totally fine. It just... I think that's that's something that people who don't have a Switch don't appreciate, or even, why would they even think of it? Right. But it is actually really nice. It is. It is, it is hands down. I just, uh, it's, it's, it honestly might be my most favorite thing about the Switch. only if i had more games to play on it yeah right (laughs) so oh man uh so are we oh hey look at that we're right here at the end right here at uh what timing right beautiful good timing so tim didn't make it um i don't know what we're doing after this you can already see me yawning so i don't know if i'm gonna be up for games and stuff but ben yeah understandable ben maybe maybe if you guys want to stream the twitch um, but it, do you have any closing thoughts for the night? I am at level 71 in the Sea of Thieves Plunder Pass. Oh my god, dude. And me and my buddy just unlocked a new curse mm-hmm. called the, um, I think it's the Ashen Curse or something. Right. But basically, I just have, like, scars all over me, but they're, like, glowing as if I'm, like, burning inside, and, like, my whole arm is black, but I've got, like, neon orange cheeto fingers and uh you can see light emanating from my rib cage so you can see like the shadows of my ribs from the inside on my skin and man it's a sweet curse i'm really glad i got it why do you sound like something out of fucking pirates of the caribbean it's very pirates of the caribbean (laughs) dude because just real quick on this 
Sea of Thieves, me and my buddy have been doing the Tall Tales, which right. are like the story quest portion of the game. Right. And they are so cool and cinematic. They feel like they were ripped out of the Pirates of the Caribbean universe. Oh, that's super cool. Dope. Yeah, it's amazing. I'm glad I'm glad you have fun with that game. That I can just Bro. live vicariously through you because I don't I don't <laughs> I don't I'm not I'm not putting that much time into that game. I did enjoy when we played it that one day. But I I couldn't see myself yeah. playing that like all the time, and getting yeah. level seventy one and being a, a glow stick. I mean, I think that you could be exposed to more fun things in it, and you'd maybe change your mind. But I understand if you don't want to. <laughs> hey, I gave it a shot. It took you a year. Yeah. It took you like a year to get me on there, but I did. I did try. You at least it. got in there. Tim has I'm yet. Like Tim. Tim has yet to get in there. Um. Okay. Yeah. Only closing thought I have since we did happen to get onto it. Brandon Sanderson, for real. Like, if you want to write fantasy, like at any point in your lifetime, uh, it's all about reading. Read, 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 read his fucking books. They're fantastic. They're highly regarded as like some of the best fantasy books out there. And if you don't want to read his stuff, re- read Dragonlance. A little bit old school. Dragonlance is very oh, yeah. good. Tracy Tracy Hickman and I forget the other author, but they did it together very very good books um grew up on those outside of harry potter we didn't talk about harry potter today but that's fine oh yeah we didn't when we see what develops yeah we'll see what happens so uh, other than that guys uh we don't have anything else tonight so thank you for stopping by if you uh we're watching on the facebook page if you could like and uh set notifications i think that's how that works on facebook there's a notification bell of some sort like love laugh yeah, you know, it's just like those, uh, what are they, floor mats? Whatever. Anyways. Yeah, whatever, wall art. Yeah, so, all right, uh, Ben, if you're still there, jump in the chat here, and uh, we'll figure out what's going on. Anyways, all right. see you all next week. Bye. Bye, everybody.